Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going to be praying. And today, we're going to be praying Psalms 107 from verse 21 to 22. It says, Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. Let them sacrifice thanks offerings and tell of his works with songs of joy. Paul and Silas were incarcerated with chains and bonds. They were in a terrible situation, but they prayed, they sang and offered sacrifices of praise to God and the miraculous was enacted. Today we'll pray for the sick, unjustly imprisoned, internally displaced persons and victims of violence and natural disasters. We're going to declare the healing streams of God overshadows the earth today. We dispatch angels all around the world to cause healings to many. We also pray for those who have been arrested, imprisoned unjustly. Today, they are miraculously released. Angels have gone forth to perfect their release even now. We pray for those internally displaced persons as a result of wars or natural disasters. In the name of Jesus, help comes to them today. Men and women around the world are remembering them for good and for favor. Hallelujah. Let us begin to pray at this time. Yes, even we ourselves we are enabled by the Spirit to help these ones, hallelujah. Let us begin to pray. The prayer point is in the chat room. Pray specifically for those in your country, those in your nation who are sick, unjustly imprisoned, internally displaced, and victims of violence and natural disaster. You can call your country by name and begin to pray for these ones. Shut up, 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 shut up
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus, for the sick, all around the nations of the earth, we declare your healing streams, your healing hands upon them, oh God, in the name of the Lord Jesus, those that have prayed for, those that have asked for, your healings are now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, yes, the unjustly imprisoned and internally displaced, we decree and declare hallelujah those who have been unjustly unjustly imprisoned yes that the angels of the lord has gone forth orchestrating their release yes we are hearing of governmental governors pardoning people in their state prime minister pardoning people presidential pardons Makasata Kabaya, Governorship Pardons, Milaka Sofreke de Baya, Yekebereki Alabasata, Maroko Sotokoboko Sheteki Baya, Yekebereke Zatakabaya, the judicial system revisiting cases, Likro Sofroko Doprokodobo Shatakabaya, yes, there's a shaking, Milaka Satakabaya, in the prison systems of the world, Latonemi no Mongrodokobo Shete, yes, hallelujah for the internally displaced, Makasata Kabaya, persons, victims of violence and natural disasters, we pray for. 
for help for them. Yes, they are remembered. They are favored. They are helped out of their predicaments. And they are set upon their feet to stand in society again. Oh, Lord, we worship you. Lord, we bless your holy name. Blessed be your name, oh God, forevermore. We worship your name, oh God. We adore you. Lika sefleki no grondo frakadela haste ante kila granda kasata kabaya. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name, O God, forever and ever. In Jesus' precious name, we pray. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good night. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Amarak for the opportunity to lead the saints of God in these times of intercessory prayers. I'm grateful for the opportunity. Hallelujah. Right away, we're going into uh, the praise and worship segments, after which we'll be going into the Rhapsody of Reality segments. Hallelujah. Over to you, dear esteemed Sister Harriet. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, depending on where you're connected from. At this time, just lift up your hands and begin to worship the Lord, give him praise. Hallelujah. Appreciate him for his love and his kindness, his provision. Malibo Shakira Mande, Manto Sekira Baha, Bakunda Lamaski. Father, we worship you this morning. We glorify your name, O God. There is none like you, Abba Father. You are the self-existing God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The creator that was never created, the self-existent one. How I love, how I love to worship you. God of all creation, the all-sufficient one. How I love, how I love to worship you. The creator that was never created, the self-existent one. How I love, how I love to worship you. God of all creation, the all-sufficient one, how I love, how I love to worship you. You are most beautiful, most excellent. How I love, how I love to worship you. You are most powerful, most glorious. How I love, how I love to worship you. Oh, you are most beautiful, most excellent. How I love, how I love to worship you. You are most powerful, most glorious. How I love, how I love to worship you. 
the creator that was never created, the self-existent one, how I love, how we love to worship you. God of all creation, the all-sufficient one, how I love, how I love to worship you. Oh, the creator that was never created. The self-existent one, how I love, how we love to worship you. You're God of all creation, you're the all-sufficient one, how I love. How I love to worship you. You are most beautiful, most excellent. How I love, how I love to worship you. Lord, you are most Powerful, most glorious. How I love, how I love to worship you. Oh, your majesty, Kalabusha, your majesty. Your majesty, I worship you. Oh, your majesty, your majesty, your majesty, I worship you. Lift up your voice and say, Your Majesty, Your Majesty, Your Majesty, Your Majesty. Oh, Your Majesty, I worship you. Lord, we bow ourselves to you and we declare your majesty. Oh, your majesty. Oh, your majesty. We worship you. Oh, we love your majesty. Your majesty, we bow ourselves to you. Your majesty, I worship you. We reverence you, we worship you, Lord. Your majesty. Your majesty. Your majesty. I worship you. Lift up your voice, declare his majesty, your majesty. Oh, magnificent God, your majesty. Oh, your majesty, we worship you. We bow ourselves to you and we call you your majesty. King of the earth, your majesty, your majesty, I worship you, God of all creation, self-existing one, your majesty, no majesty, your majesty. I worship you. 
You are most beautiful. You're beautiful beyond comprehension, Lord. Most excellent, excellent God you are. How I love, how we love to worship you. From the depths of our heart, you are most powerful, most glorious. How we love, how we love to worship you. Your majesty, your majesty, your majesty. Oh, your majesty, your majesty. We bow ourselves to you, oh God. Your majesty, we worship you. Oh, La bala coach fratel gratis mendeleveke sotokofaya. Your Majesty, we worship you. We give you praise. We are grateful to be known of you, known by you, and loved by you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Harriet, for that amazing time of worship. Thank you also, esteemed Pastor Deborah. For the time of intercessory prayers, glory to God. We're going to be reviewing the devotional article for today, and it will be shared on the screen. Today is Wednesday, the 6th of April, 2022. Serving God rightly is the title of today's devotional article. And Samuel said, had the Lord had as great delight in bond offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, but to ha- and to hacking than the father of rams. First Samuel 15, 22. <laughs> Praise God. We're going to be reviewing the devotional article together. So wherever you are, you can look at your screen and study with us. Um, please, Brother Martins, who is sharing on the screen. We need to have the devotional article on the screen as we review. The Lord Jesus in John 4, 23 outlines true worship as that which is done in spirit and in truth. There's no other way. Serving the Lord has to be from your spirit and according to the word, to his word. His word provides the guidance, the prescribed order of service and worship in the kingdom. You don't give God what you choose or just what you like. You give him what he has asked for in the way that he has asked for it. You serve him according to his demands, not according to your feelings or emotions. There are people who say everyone can serve God in his own way. That's not true. When you study the Bible, you find that those who tried to serve God in their own way got killed or rebuked by God. Genesis 4 tells us the story of Cain and Abel, two brothers who brought their offerings to the Lord. Cain brought an offering of his choice while Abel brought what God asked to be offered. Abel's offering was accepted, but Cain's sacrifice was rejected. In Genesis 4, 7, seeing that Cain was angry, the Lord rebuked him, saying, If thou do it well, shall thou not be accepted? How about Moses, who instead of talking to the rock, struck the rock? Water came out, and the people drank to their fill. But God was displeased and rebuked Moses. Numbers 21 to 12, Deuteronomy 4, 21 to 22. Uzzah was killed when he tried to render service to God by establishing the stumble, the stumbling ark of God at Nakon threshing floor, 2 Samuel 6, 6-7. If you want to serve God right, give more attention to studying the scriptures. He will grant you the wisdom and the insight of the spirit on how to serve him right, truly, with a pure heart and a willing mind. Praise the Lord, with a pure heart and a willing mind a pure heart and a willing mind. You know, God has prescribed others as to how we do Christianity. Um, The freedom that we enjoy in Christianity actually relies in us doing things the way that God wants us to do them. It's not a freedom to do at will, to act at will. It's a freedom to ultimately submit to the Lordship of the word of God, doing things as he has said. We see many examples today given to us how that 
the way that the people wanted to do stuff seemed like it worked. Like the story of Moses talking to the rock, striking the rock instead of talking to the rock. Water actually did come out, but God wasn't pleased with him and it cost him his life. You see, in your journey as a Christian, don't focus on getting the result. Focus on how you get the result. You say, after all, I did it. That's what's important, right? After all, we got it done. After all, it happened as we said it will happen. After all, my, 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 the, the project was a successful one. It's not, God is not so much, in, God is, is, is so much interested in the process of getting your result as if he is in the getting of the result. And it matters to God the how, how you do the things that you do, how you live your life on a daily basis, how you get your job done at work, how you carry out business in your industry. You might be in an industry where there are shortcuts to doing certain things, but they are not right. And you might look like the fool for not going for the shortcut. God doesn't just want you to make progress. It matters to him how you make that progress. God doesn't just want you to succeed. It matters to him how you succeed. Serving God rightly. In the scriptures, as we read the Bible every day, you see so many things. You see Jesus interacting and talking to people you learn the thoughts and the ways of the Lord as in his conversations, in his daily interactions with others. You see how God thinks. You see how God wants us to relate with one another in the message, understanding the five levels of relationships. Our pastor talked about different levels of relationship, relationship with God, relationship with self, relationship with the devil, relationship with the world, relationship with other people. It matters to God how you relate with others. Remember when we read Deuteronomy chapter 15 and the Bible was just talking about the things that we do to one another and how God reacts to them. It matters to God how you treat people. It matters to God how you act. When people's promotion depends on you, when you can refer somebody, when you can do something to help someone move to the next level and you do nothing about it, it matters to God. So today in the devotional article, the Lord is bringing our attention to the right way of service, whether to God or to his people, how you do things, God is interested in your financial partnership. He's interested in your motive, why you give. We are all supposed to give, but you, why do you give? What drives you to give? And that's why the other day he was addressing, taking the responsibilities that we have seriously, and doing things the right way, the things that we ought to do for our parents, maybe our younger ones, and our service to humanity, things that you do that nobody may know about and no one can repay you for. In the message Bible seminar that we had just concluded, you know, um, pastor shared a lot about how we treat other people. And I would ask you to go through that message again. There's so much you would learn and there's so many adjustments you would do, you would make in your life as a result of that message. Then love dimensions. You know, when things happen, when people do things to you, there's a way you are expected to react. There's a way you are expected to respond by the world around you. But there is a way that God expects you to respond.
You know, sometimes God puts people in power to bring justice to a system and bring evildoers to the books. And sometimes he doesn't want actions taken against such people. For instance, when, they, when Joseph became prime minister, you didn't hear that Joseph arrested Potiphar and his wife and put them in prison for what they did to him for sending him to prison. When Joseph had the opportunity to take back a revenge on his brothers, he thanked them for selling him into slavery because if he hadn't been sold, he probably would not be where he was that day. And then beyond being on the throne, he had the opportunity to save the world. The Bible recorded at that moment that the whole world bought food from, jo from Joseph, the whole world. So in every situation, it matters that you understand what God would have you do about it. Don't always react from your emotions. Find out what God wants you to do and do it that way. And you can never go wrong doing the word of God. And God will never guide you outside of his word. He will not advise you to do something that is not in line with the word. The instructions of the spirit in your daily walk with him would always align with the documentations in the Bible. It would always align. So it's a check for us. And this is why um, even when, you know, maybe we were led to do certain wrong things, God still holds us responsible because he expected you to know his word. For instance, you cannot receive a prophecy to collect another man's wife with the man alive. You cannot receive a prophecy to collect another woman's husband. It doesn't align with the word because the word of God is clear as to such kind of relationships. You can't say, oh, it was a prophecy that came that he's my husband. He cannot be your husband when he has been married to somebody else and they are together. So, so prophecies like that, if they, they, they don't align with the word, they are not from God. That's why the Bible says, test all spirits, whether they be of God. You can always test all spirits. You actually can. You can know when someone is acting by the spirit of God and when someone is acting possessed of a demon or influenced of a demon because a Christian cannot be possessed by a demon. My concern is not how people act, it's not how they treat you. My concern is how you act, how you treat others. It's always about you. In judging matters, God thinks about you. He doesn't judge what you have done in comparison with what another person has done. He judges what you have done in comparison with the word of God that he expects you to know that he has documented defining human interactions and relationships. So the word of God is before us. Have a voracious appetite. In March 2022, in the communion service, one of the things that the spirit of God told us, he told us to have to create time for the word. The other day, we listened to seven factors for a healthy spiritual life. The last point that pastor gave us, he said, have a voracious appetite for the word. It is your responsibility to delve into the word. If we stopped projecting a message a day, would you still listen to pastor? If there was no inspired by the word anymore, would you still read your rhapsody? Would you still read your Bible? Would you, say, would you still have personal times of affirmations? Would you still break bread? These structures are just put in place to help you sustain that daily diligence. To help sustain inspiration, help sustain habits, because habits form character. And that's why many of you, you have formed the character of giving attention to the word, of studying the word, of listening to the messages because of the structures that we put in place. It's to, it's to help you, but it's not to take the place of your spiritual development. You must personally make up your mind that you'll be committed to your personal development as a child of God. Committed to the word of God, committed to the spirit of God. That's the only way you can serve God rightly. If your relationship with the Holy Spirit is intact and your commitment to the word, your daily commitment to the word is intact, 
you will be a successful Christian, a victorious Christian at every point in time. Things may happen against you. Things may be done against you. Pastor said in the message, I think it's increasing grace. He said, everybody may not like you, but those who matter to where God needs to take you to, those who matter to the things that God needs to do in your life, they will like you. Sometimes it might just be one person out of a thousand persons. But that's all God needs. When God wanted to take Joseph to the palace, did he consult everybody? No, he dealt with the king. The king suddenly had a dream. He could not interpret it. And the guy had, that had to interpret it was in the prison. He was summoned, he interpreted it. The king did not consult anybody to say, ah, this guy has finally interpreted my dream. What do you guys think? I want to make him prime minister. He said, no, I cannot find any man as wise as this man. From this day henceforth, he is prime minister. God would not seek permission of a thousand people when he needs to promote you. So you just serve God rightly. Serve God rightly. Walk in love. Do the word, even in difficult times. I'm going to hand over to the esteemed Pastor Oinia at this moment for the next segment. Have a most beautiful day. Enjoy serving God rightly. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Ma, for the Rhapsody of Realities. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connected from at the moment, we are going over to the Rhapsody of Reality segment. Sorry, we are going over to the Bible studies segment. And we're starting with the other studies. Praise the Lord. First Chronicles chapter 28, 9 says, And thou, Solomon, my son, Know thou the God of thy father, and serve him with a perfect heart and a willing mind. For the Lord searcheth all hearts, and understandeth all the imaginations of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found of thee. But if thou forsake him, he will cast thee off forever. John chapter 4.23 says, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipper shall worship the father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Praise the Lord. And I'm going over to the confessions. Please do not unmute your mic. Can you repeat after me? Dear Father, I worship you in spirit and in truth. I love you with all my heart. I will study your word to always, to walk always in your truth, to serve you accordingly. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion. Please do not, we are still in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 11. Jesus teaches about prayer. One day, as Jesus was in prayer, one of his disciples came over to him as he finished and said, would you teach us a model prayer that we can pray as John did for his disciples? Jesus taught them this prayer. Our heavenly father, may the glory of your name be the center on which our life turns. May your Holy Spirit come upon us and cleanse us. Manifest your kingdom on earth and give us our needed bread for the coming day. Forgive our sins as we ourselves give forgiveness to those who have wronged us, and rescue us every time we face tribulations. Five, then Jesus gave this illustration. Imagine what would happen if you were to go to one of your friends in the middle of the night, pound on his door and shout, please, do you have some food you can spare? A friend just arrived at my house unexpectedly and I have nothing to serve him. But your friend says, why are you bothering me? The door is locked and my family and I are in bed. Do you expect me to get up and give you our food? I tell you, because of your shameless persistence, even though it's mid middle of the night, your friend will get up out of his bed and give you all that you need. So it is with your prayers. So it is with your prayers. Ask and you will receive. Seek and you will discover. 
knock on heaven's door and it will be one day open for you. Every persistent person will receive what he asks for. Every persistent seeker will discover what he needs. And everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. Let me ask you this. Do you know of any father who would give his son a snake on a plate when he asks for a serving fish? Of course not. Do you know of any father who would give his daughter a spider when she had asked for an egg? Of course not. If imperfect parents know how to lovely take care of their children and give them what they need, how much more would the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit fullness when his children ask him? Praise the Lord. This comes to the end of today's devotional reading for the New Testament. I'm going to hand over to Esteem Brother John for the New Testament. Thank you, everyone. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being a part of this morning's devotion. Today, we are starting the book of Judges. Judges chapter 1 and chapter 2. And I would like to say a big thank you to the esteemed Sister Maka for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Estimbra Martins, for the great job you're doing in helping us to display the scriptures on the screen. Um, one minute, please. The Living Bible is what we are reading. After Joshua died, the nation of Israel went to the Lord to receive his instructions. <clears throat> Which of our tribes should be the first to go to war against the Canaanites? They inquired. God's answer came, Judah, and I will give them a great victory. The leaders of the tribe of Judah, however, asked help from the tribe of Simeon. Join us in clearing out the people living in the territory allotted to us, they said, and then we will help you conquer yours. So the army of Simeon went with the army of Judah, and the Lord helped them defeat the Canaanites and Perizzites, so that 10,000 of the enemy were slain at Bezek. King Adoni Bezek escaped, but the Israeli army soon captured him and cut off his thumbs and big toes. I have treated 70 kings in this same manner, and I fed them the scraps under my table, King Adoni Bezek said, now God has paid me back. He was taken to Jerusalem and died there. Judah had conquered Jerusalem and massacred its people, setting the city on fire. Afterward, the army of Judah fought the Canaanites in the city, in the hill country and in the Negev, as well as on the coastal plains. Then Judah marched against the Canaanites in Hebrew, formerly called Kiriat Abba, destroying the cities of Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai. Later, they attacked the city of Debre, formerly called Kiriat Shefa. Who will lead the attack against Debre? Caleb Chalende. Whoever conquers it shall have my daughter, Aksa, as his wife. Caleb's nephew, Othniel, son of his younger brother, Kenas, volunteered to lead the attack. And he conquered the city and won Aksa as his bride. <laughs> as they were leaving for their new home, she urged him to ask her father for an additional piece of land. She dismounted from her donkey to speak to Caleb about it. What do you wish? She asked. And she replied, You have been kind enough to give me land in the neck, but please give us springs of water too. So Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. When the tribe of Judah moved into its new land in the Negev desert south of Arad, the descendants of Moses' father, Moses' father-in-law, members of the Kenite tribe, accompanied them too. They left their homes in Jericho, a city of palm trees, 
and the two tribes lived together after that. Afterwards, the army of Judah joined Simeon's and they fought the Canaanites at the city of Zephyr and massacred all its people. So now the city is named Homer, meaning massacre. Army of Judah also conquered the cities of Gaza, Ashkelon, and Akron with their surrounding villages. The Lord helped the tribe of Judah exterminate the people of the hill country. Although though they failed in their attempts to conquer the people of the valley who had iron chariots, the city of Hebron was given to Caleb as the Lord had promised. Caleb drove out the inhabitants of the city. They were descendants of the three sons of Anak. The tribe of Benjamin failed to exterminate the Jebusites, living in their part of the city of Jerusalem. So they still live there today, mingled with the Israelis. As for the tribe of Joseph, they attacked the city of Bethel, formerly known as Lord's, and the Lord was with them. First, they sent scouts to capture the man coming out of the city. They offered to spare his life and that of his family if he would show them the entrance passage through the wall. So he showed them how to get in and they massacred the entire population, except for this man and his family. Later, the man moved to Syria and founded a city there, naming it Lord's too, as it is still known today. The tribe of Manasseh failed to drive out the people living in Beth Shean, Sanat, Dor, Ibleam, Megiddo, with their surrounding towns. So the Canaanites stayed there. In later years, when the Israelis were stronger, they put the Canaanites to work as slaves, but never did force them to leave the country. This was also true for the, of the Canaanites living in Gaza. They still live among the tribe of Ephraim. And the tribe of Zebulun did not massacre the people of Kitron or Nahalor, but made them their slaves. Nor did the tribe of Ashar drive out the residents of Akor, Sidon, Alab, Akzib, Heba, Heba, Afik, or Reham. So the Israelis still live among the Canaanites, who were the original people of that land. And the tribe of Naphtali did not drive out the people of Beth Shemesh, of Beth Anath. So these people continue to live among them as servants. As for the tribe of Dan, Amorites forced them into When the Amorites later spread into Mount Harris, Aijalon and Shabim, the tribe of Joseph, conquered them and made them their slaves. The boundary of the Amorites begins at the ascent of Scorpion Pass, runs to a spot called the Rock and continues upward from there. Judges chapter 2. One day the angel of the Lord arrived at Borch, coming from Gilgal, and announced to the people of Israel, I brought you out of Egypt into this land that I promised to your ancestors. And I said that I will never break my covenant with you. If you, on your part, will make no peace treaties with the people living in this land, I told you to destroy their hidden altars. Why have you not obeyed? And now, since you have broken the contract, it is no longer in effect. And I no longer promise to destroy the nations living in your land. Rather, there shall be thorns in your sides, and their gods will be a constant temptation to you. The people broke into tears as the angel finished speaking. So the name of that place was called Borch, meaning the place where people wept. Then they offered sacrifices to the Lord. When Joshua finally disbanded the armies of Israel, tribes moved into their new territories and took possession of the land. Joshua, the man of God, died at the age of 110 and was buried at the edge of his property in Timnath Harris in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. The people had remained true to the Lord throughout Joshua's lifetime and as long afterward as the old men of his generation were still living, those who had seen the mighty miracles the Lord had done for Israel. But finally, all that generation died, and the next generation did not worship Jehovah as their God, and did not care about the mighty miracles he had done for Israel. He did many things that the Lord had expressly forbidden, including the worshiping of heathen gods. They abandoned Jehovah, the God loved and worshipped by their ancestors, the God who had brought them out of Egypt. Instead, they were worshipping and bowing low before the gods of the neighboring nations. So the anger of the Lord flamed out against all Israel, left them to the mercy of their enemies. 
for their departure from Jehovah and we are worshiping Baal and the Ashtaroth idols. So now when the nations of Israel went out to battle against his enemies, the Lord blocked their path. He had warned them about this and in fact had vowed that he would do it. But when the people were in this terrible plight, the Lord raised up judges to save them from their enemies. Yet even then, Israel would not listen to the judges, but broke faith in Jehovah by worshipping other gods instead. How quickly they turned away from the true faith of their ancestors, but they refused to obey God's command. Each judge rescued the people of Israel from their enemies throughout his lifetime. But the Lord was moved to pity by the groaning of his people under their crushing oppressions. So he helped them as long as that judge lived. But when the judge died, the people turned from their right and behaved even worse than their ancestors. They prayed to hidden gods again, throwing themselves to the ground in humble worship. They stubbornly returned to the evil customs of the nations around them. And the anger of the Lord would flame out against Israel again, he declared, because these people have violated the treaty I made with the ancestors. I will no longer drive out the nations left unconquered by Joshua when he died. Instead, I will use these nations to test my people to see whether or not they will obey the Lord as the ancestors did. So the Lord left those nations in the land and did not drive them out, nor let Israel destroy them. So from tomorrow, we'll start seeing these judges that were raised one after the other. Praise God. Now I hand over to Esteem Brother Martins. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone. Depending on what part of the world you're connected from at this time, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the affirmation and the communion segment of the meeting. Praise God. We start affirmation by taking our names. My name is, you say your name. I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. The next paragraph, I, your name, I'm granted according to the riches of the glory of Christ. The third paragraph, I, your name, my love abounds more and more in knowledge and in all judgments. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute their mics as we take affirmation at the count of three. One, two, three. the Thank <laughs> you. 
Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 At this point, we're going to the communion segment of today's meeting. And our text is taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you. For the body of Christ that we break this day. As we break this bread, we affirm that Jesus is Lord of our lives. We affirm that he is God of everything. We affirm that in him we move, in him we live, move and have our being. We affirm that our lives are hidden in him and we are one spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, go ahead and break the bread and eat it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. After this man, I also he took the cup when he stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do you as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you too show the Lord's death till he come. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for the cup of the everlasting covenant in the blood of Christ. And as we take this cup, We give you praise, Lord. For every word you spoke, we've seen them come to pass. Your word is fire shut up in our bones. Your word is a light onto our path and a lamp onto our feet. Your word is sharper than any two-edged sword, sharper than any doctor's knife cutting anything that is supposed to be cut out of our being. And as we take this cup, we affirm that Christ is our life. Therefore, we do not fellowship with sickness or infirmity. But we are mingled with him, one spirit, one body. We are of his flesh, of his bones, of his blood. Everything he is, we are. Everything he owns, we own. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Go ahead and take the cup even now. Oh, who is like unto thee, O God? In all the earth, who is like unto thee? You are glorious in holiness. You are cheerful in praises. You do wonders. You do wonders. You do wonders. All around the world, you do wonders. In our lives, you do wonders. In our families, you do wonders. And even today, who will tell of your wonderful works? Who will declare the testimonies of your wonderful works, of the wonders you do? It is you, that same God, who by the blast of your nostrils, you parted the sea. And even today, that same spirit is at work in us. The crooked ways is made straight. We walk on preordained pathways, on the path of righteousness, on the path of peace, and we make exceeding great progress by the power of your spirits. We are unstoppable. We move forward. We advance. We make progress. We conquer because we've been made more than conquerors. Thank you, Lord God. Nothing shall stand up against us. Nothing. Nothing. For as we come, they fall by the power of your spirits. Oh, thank you, Lord God, for we have made progress. We give you praise, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, I'd like to say a very big thank you to the esteemed Stamaka for this wonderful privilege to take us through the communion and the affirmation segment of today's meeting. At this point, I'll kindly hand over to the esteemed pastor in which they go through the remaining parts of the meeting. Thank you, everyone, and make sure you have a most beautiful day.
Praise the Lord. Thank you, esteemed Brother Martins. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone once more, depending on where you are connected from. I'm going to say a special thank you to esteemed Sister Maka for the opportunity to take this segment. We are going over to the celebration segment of the devotion. If today is your birthday, birthdays of your loved ones, wedding anniversary, whatever it is you want to celebrate, please kindly come to the chat room and let's celebrate with you. If you're joining us for the first time, please, we want to meet with you. Come to the chat room and say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. Praise the Lord. Do we have birthdays today? Today is the 6th of April. Esteemed Sister Debbie says, today is Sister Uti Kayode's birthday. Happy birthday, Sister Uti. God's blessings now and always. Do we have more birthdays? If today is your first time, please, we want to meet with you. Kindly come to the chat room. Say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. Sister Marvelous says, today is my youngest brother's birthday, anointing. Happy birthday, esteemed brother anointing. God's blessings now and always. Sister Precious State, today is the birthday of my soul. Emmanuel Ufoma. Happy birthday, esteemed brother Emmanuel. God's blessings now and always. Sister Isel State, today is Pastor Archie and Angie's birthday. Wow. Happy birthday to esteemed Pastor Archie and, and Pastor Angie's. God's blessings to you now and always. Ifoma Chuku says, today is my nephew's birthday, Chinedu Igwe, and my friend, Boda Emeka Ndukwe. Happy birthday to Chinedu and Emeka. God's blessings now and always. Esteemed Sister Abukola says, my daughter is five today. Wow, congratulations. Her name is Iremide Jonah Sowimio. Happy birthday to Jonah. God's blessings now and always. If you are connected with us for the first time, please would like to meet with you. Come to the chat room, say your name, who invited you, and where you are connected from. Do we have any more birthdays? Happy birthday to all our celebrants. God's blessings to you. I'm going to hand over to esteemed sister Amaka to pray for our birthday celebrants. Do have a wonderful day, everybody. God bless you. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Happy birthday to all our celebrants once again. Happy birthday to the esteemed Pastor Archie and Pastor Angie Aseme. Baradorian Kras, Sovran Nongras, Keji Beregdiga Sadratishta. Eloptokori Baradigra Sovrati, Jalamondo Rugobosi Kababaya. Lang Liliate, Tetainde Kasilan Kras Sovrati Lakadrati. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for everyone whose birthdays today. We thank you, Lord God, for the great grace you've poured out on their lives. We declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that they will continually enjoy of your grace and of your wisdom. They will continually bask in your love, O oh God. Lord, we declare that your glory is seen in them. And everywhere they go, Shadokoskeja, men take it upon themselves to ensure that all that they ever need, desire, everything they ever want is made available by the power of the Spirit. And Lord, even now we thank you for everyone, everyone child whose birthday is today, who brought Paradila. Thank you, Lord God, for the growing wisdom in grace to become educational and spiritual and financial stewards. Thank you, Lord God. They will grow in stature by your spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus, oh Lord, we give you praise. Thank you, Father, to you be all the glory forever and ever. 
in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Esteemed Damaka, for this wonderful privilege to pray for the celebrants. At this point, I will kindly ask everyone to please unmute your mics as we share the grace in fellowship. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And the, and the grace of our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, the love for the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, as now and forevermore in Jesus' name. Ali, goodness and mercy follow us. Come alive! Come alive!